Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good, good morning, morning Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for the powerful teaching last night. That you bid us renew our mind every single moment. And you continue to keep pouring of your wisdom, the understanding from your word, and the revelations in it, Lord. So that what we know from there is then what helps us look at every circumstance, every situation, every storm around us from the viewpoint of that higher level of knowledge that we have now achieved today, where we are better than what it was yesterday. That we are able to see things as we get better and closer to you in your word, Lord. We get higher and higher and we're able to see wider. We're able to look beyond what we used to be able to see in the past. And on the basis of that, we are able to renew our mind. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for that gift, that grace that you pour into our hearts. You shine your light, you reveal your power, your principles. You reveal your systems to us, the authority that you have given us. And as we keep on hearing and hearing by what you are saying to us in that word, our faith is stirred up, is shaken, and is built to much more stronger than what it used to be. And you keep on working on us every single day. You do not give up despite the fact that we keep falling. You do not give up, Lord even though we keep on making mistakes. But when we come to you with those mistakes, you give us a recognition of it. And you show us how to rise above and beyond by renewing our mind continuously to grow and to keep on growing. We thank you, Lord. We come again this morning knowing and recognizing that you draw us near to you. You call us, each of us, by name to come. And you pour your peace and joy into our hearts. You pour your revelation, your wisdom, and your understanding as well. And we share the same, Lord, with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you, all those that do not want to know you. And in a special way, we share it, Lord, with all those that we lift up in our prayer this day at this altar of answered prayer. We also lift up all those that have no one to pray for them, Lord. We share your peace and joy with them as well. As we stand in that gap. And as we remember each of these that we are praying for today, Lord, we call on your name. The name of our maker, our creator, our father. The one who is able to make every grace abound towards us. The one who is the lifter of men. The one who does not remember our sins, our transgressions. Has cast them behind his back as soon as we repent. The one who longs to have that relationship with us. He made us in his image and likeness and put his word and his spirit into us. 
And we pray in the name of that word, the name of Jesus, the Alpha and the Omega, the one who was, who is, and who is to come, the way, the truth, and the life, the Lord who heals, the way maker, the miracle worker. We speak his name over every challenge, over every circumstance, and over every storm in our lives. We speak his name as we command our mornings. The name that is above all names. And it is he who has enriched us in all utterance and knowledge. It is the Father himself, the name of Jesus himself. And he has magnified that word that he has given us, that we can utter above his name. He upholds it and honors it. Where he said, heaven and earth shall pass, but my word shall not pass, shall not fail, shall not fall to the ground unless it accomplishes and it performs what it was sent to perform. And that is what we do when we herald his word. We thank you, Lord. We pray in the name of your spirit, the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of truth, the spirit of light and life, the spirit of the living God, the hand of the creator the scepter of the king of kings, the father of all spirits, the seal of the age to come, our comforter, our advocate, our intercessor, our counselor, our strengthener, our guide, our friend, the one who has made his tabernacle within us, that we are converted. And just as we have learned yesterday as well, he uses his word to build that temple so that that temple is beautified, is glorified with every passing day. And brought closer and closer to that realm of Galatians 2.20. The image and likeness of the Father. Where we live in the Spirit. We live by the Spirit. We thank you Lord that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and your Spirit. That you have blessed us with angels with destiny helpers. We thank you Lord. That you grant us that discernment and spiritual wisdom. To look at circumstances and situations and know what to speak. You place that sword, the sword of the spirit on our tongues. Through that wisdom. And you give us your principles and your understandings. Your ways that are high above our fleshly ways. So that when we learn and we adapt and adopt those. Then as Joshua 1.8 says, we shall have good success even in spiritual battles. We shall make our way prosperous. We shall live a life of abundance that Jesus came to give. We shall have good success in everything that we do. We thank you, Lord. As we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, cover and seal every word we speak. Every prayer we make, every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by the precious blood of Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your holy and perfect will for our lives, Lord. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, Accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and any spiritual attacks. I declare divine exemption and protection. And I command that angelic protection in the mighty and all-powerful, the unmatched, unparalleled name 
of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word, Lord, from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11. It says, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out of my mouth this day. And I remember this as I command my morning. This is what stirs up our faith, Father, where your word says it will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. When I send it in faith, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for that power of life on our tongue. Thank you, Jesus. Today, I'd like to reflect on the incident of the storm where Jesus and the disciples got into a boat. And then we look at what happened there and reflect on it. This is Matthew chapter 8, verses 23 to 27. It says, then he, that is Jesus, got into the boat and his disciples followed him. Suddenly a furious storm came up on the lake so that the waves swept over the boat. But Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him saying, Lord, save us. We are going to drown. And he replied, you of little faith, why are you so afraid? And then he got up and rebuked the winds and the waves and it was completely calm. The men were amazed and asked, what kind of man is this? Even the winds and the waves obey him. Now let us draw a comparison with our lives. It said the disciples were in the boat and when the storm hit, they were afraid. You can be a disciple on the inside and yet be afraid when circumstances are adverse. You can have that disciple inside you that reads the word every day, that prays as well. And yet when it comes to some challenges, fear starts to take over. And Jesus went on to ask them, you of little faith, why are you afraid? We've heard that in last night's session as well when Sister Les testified which he said, he said that 365 times in the Bible, that is more than enough to consider. Do not be afraid. Why do you think he is saying that? Fear comes out of what we do not know. And faith comes from knowing, hearing and hearing by the word. What did he know that he didn't feel that fear? That is what we need to be thinking on. More often than not, we look at circumstances in the physical and wonder. 
Am I going to die? We start thinking of the worst things. It was the authority that comes from God and he was aware of it. Mind you, the storm didn't respect the presence of the Messiah on that boat. When you look in Matthew 4 as well, Jesus emerged from the wilderness. The first person he met was Satan. Satan wasn't afraid knowing who he was. He asked him, in fact, boldly, blatantly, if you are the son of God. These kind of storms that we witness, Satan himself as well, they are not afraid of the presence of the Messiah. So what is Jesus referring to then? Is it enough to have him in your boat? To have him in your life, that boat is your life that can be rocked by any kind of storms. So then what is the difference? In both cases, you see, even when he encountered Satan out of the wilderness and in the boat, he spoke. The presence of Jesus didn't change anything, but when he spoke, it changed. Even in the book of Revelations, when you read through Revelations 19 and you see him riding on the white horse, leading his people in battle, it says the sword emerging out of his mouth. That's enough to tell you that your warfare lies in your speaking. You can calm that storm only when you speak. You can attack it only when you speak. You could be an anointed person, speaking in tongues, operating in gifts as well. But when your storm hits, what you do then is what decides the outcome. Many of us sit tight and are quiet because we look at it from the physical. Sometimes we don't even recognize that it is a storm that is stirring up. And some are resigned to the extreme go to the extreme and they resign to what will happen and have accepted it as their fate as well. They've given up. The Jesus could be with you, anointed man or woman of God, and yet be sleeping on the inside, snoring in some cases, in deep sleep. And like one pastor says, I've heard a teaching where one of the pastors once said, Jesus bought an orthopedic bed and he's sleeping in your life. Made himself comfortable there because he knows he won't need to wake up. You have not woken him up. When we're saying you have not woken him up, what is that hymn we're referring to? It is the word. You've seen that last night as well. What changes things, what renews your mind is the word. Is he sleeping in your boat? Why? Because even though he is there with us, we don't call him in our storms. We don't use his word. Many of us have forgotten that he came into the boat with us long ago. I'd like you to recall your baptism, your communion, your confirmation. There were so many touch points that he has given you in your life. Where he said, I'm coming to you. I'm sending my spirit to you. Including your word reading as well. It is time to stir up that word to wake him up. 
into your storm. You recognize it and you speak. It is time for us to remember the 365 times where he says, do not be afraid. You've seen that in Joshua 1.9 and you see it in Matthew 20. 28 verse 20. But he says, I will be with you. I will never leave you. If we keep quiet, if you keep quiet, you will be surprised. Jesus would have been surprised had he kept quiet in the face of that storm, despite him being the Messiah. It didn't matter what his status or what his name tag was. Standing before the storm. It would not go away. What about Genesis 1? Verse 2 says there was chaos and confusion, darkness everywhere. What would have happened if God would have looked at that chaos and said nothing? Just keeping quiet and accept it as is. And probably just say, well, what can we do now? It is beyond us. It was beautiful while it lasted though. But what he did in the middle of that chaos, what Jesus did in the middle of that storm, is what our lesson for today is. You use what you have, you speak. If you have heard my testimony last night as well, it was the same thing that he taught me. Speak to this mountain in your life, speak to this Goliath. Don't be quiet. And don't be afraid, despite what the enemy keeps trying to feed into your thoughts. And those were heavy thoughts. You must know and remember who you are and what is your authority. And then don't sit quiet. Speak to your mountain, speak to your mountain confidently commanding it. Not requesting it, please move aside, please go. I am tired. Please let it be. Let me give me a break. Be lifted. Having the authority and not using it. Carrying the anointing and not speaking is not going to calm any storm. You can be an anointed person of God and still suffer. This is the whole purpose in why we say command your morning every day before you start. You prophesy, you speak into it. If there are dead bones that you carried over overnight from the previous night or the previous day into your new day, prophesy over those dead bones. Prophesy over those challenges. Prophesy over everything that you will do today. Speak. Jesus didn't just pass from life into death into resurrection. He spoke it well in advance. He sent his word that went across to the other side there and waited for him. Had he not spoken, it might have been different. Everything that he did there, he first spoke. You see, right from Genesis chapter 1. Don't let him sleep. In your boat. He has given you that capacity. That authority. Use it. Speak his word. 
remembering that he has guaranteed it, heaven and earth shall pass. Remembering that he has magnified that word above his name. And most importantly, like I just said, repeating it once again so that it registers. Remembering who you are and what authority you carry. Through Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that that understanding sinks into our hearts. That we are charged by your spirit, Lord, through the revelation that you pour into each of us. As we look at ourselves and wonder, as we reflect on who we are, and what your word says about us. That when we stand up, Lord, I ask for that grace, that boldness. To speak out your word confidently. To bring Jesus into that storm. To wake him up. That when we speak, we can speak with that same authority to the waves and to the wind. And they must obey. I ask for that edification, Lord, in our spirit today. That realization dawning on us. I ask for that measure of faith to be stirred up, Father, that comes out of your word. Hearing and hearing by your word. Let it be stirred up in each of our hearts this day, Father. I ask for that renewal of mind to rise above fear, to rise above doubt, to rise above facts, to rely only on your truth and what that truth says about who we are. I ask for that edification in our spirit this day, Lord. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease. All families that are embattled, that are facing all kinds of division and separation. We pray against all kinds of strongholds, thought patterns that have trapped us into certain dimensions, Lord, and declare a breaking free out of all those limitations through your word and through the blood of Jesus. Let every such yoke of the enemy be broken. That there is a renewal, there is a transformation, there is a revival, there is a rebuilding. Let it happen today. Let your yoke-breaking anointing that brings revelation with it touch all of these hearts, Father. That we recognize the sword of the spirit that you have given us. And use it. We pray for all those members of our family and our friend circle as well, Lord. For all the challenges that they are facing in their lives as well. Especially, we pray for their salvation, Lord. The ones that have not yet received their salvation. The ones that are not yet opened and receptive to your truth. There are many in our own families that despite knowing what you are doing here with us, are still not stirred up to connect with your word and with you, Father. We ask for mercy upon their lives. We ask for quickening in their spirits. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And as we release our faith and our prayer, making this our prayer of agreement with each other,
in the spirit. We believe, Lord, that this prayer that we release, just as Jesus promised us, the Father in heaven will do for you what the two of you agree on as touching. We agree upon it, Lord. I come in agreement with each prayer that each one releases here this morning. In faith, believing that we have received, believing that it is already ours. We believe in that miracle that is now manufactured through the faith we have released, Lord. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Shara Kanda Sail on to Kadi <laughs> 
scripture that's been put on my heart this morning is from 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat as well. And this one is from Isaiah 43, verse 1 and 2, quoted from the NIV, where it is written. But now, this is what the Lord says. He who created you, Jacob, he who formed you, Israel, 
do not fear for i have redeemed you i have summoned you by name you are mine when you pass through the waters i will be with you and when you pass through the rivers they will not sweep over you when you walk through the fire you will not be burned the flames will not set you ablaze and a second scripture shared is from isaiah 40 verse 31 this is quoted again from the niv where it says but those who hope in the lord will renew their strength they will soar on wings like eagles they will run and not grow weary amen thank you jesus if you are being blessed by these morning reflections by the daily uh, the reflections of brother savio posts the friday bible study sessions and the daily rosary and divine mercy sessions please share links with your family and friends invite them to join give it as a gift and if you have learned ways to pray that are where you are seeing benefits please share those benefits with others teach others it is not just enough to bring them to the prayer group you share what you know as well give it as a gift as a blessing to all those around you that is what we are called for each one of us to do and let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our lord jesus christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of jesus and for his glory jesus jesus thank you jesus be blessed and have a wonderful day everyone thank you lord so come bless everyone everyone thank you jesus praise you jesus all glory and honor to you lord jesus christ